What is going on, my good people, man? This is your main man, Ben, here, and we are Talk Active, practicing wisdom, justice, courage, and moderation. Yo, happy Tuesday to all, man. I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome holiday. It was a long weekend for me and my family. It's an amazing time to clean the refrigerator. It wasn't my choice, but it is what it is. However, guys, episode 93, first and foremost, thank you for the support in this channel. Amazing. I truly do appreciate the coffee donations, the little jabs, and all that stuff. I truly love it. Amazing how little things push us to be better. That being said, I would also like to thank for a new subscriber in our main channel. Almost 1K. You know, it's just a little side gig that we do. Thank you guys so much. I truly appreciate it. If you missed episode 92, check out our talk with John and Elma. You know, this college couple who just got married and finding their common ground and differences. You know, a newlywed couple embarking the new life, you know, new journey from East Coast to West Coast and traveling nurse. You know, there's a lot of, you know, um, retirement going on. And then this new, you know, kids coming in and filling out those gaps. But amazing talk. Check them out. We are in the month of September. The theme of the month is resilience and fortitude. Resiliency is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, while fortitude is the courage in pain or adversity. Since we practice practicality to be able to live well, we will apply the one that will work in our method. That being said, our next guest for episode 93. Marco is a fellow podcaster, a hardcore wrestling fan since birth, and also a very skilled land administrator on a world-class healthcare system. His unique skills and very special situations caught my attention because I simply cannot, just cannot mimic his abilities. And yes, guys, he's my co-worker. That's why I like it and I hate it too, but... His unique approach on family management and professional life is one of a kind, and I truly do admire Marco. I would like to find out his practice of wisdom, justice, courage, and moderation. How's it going, uh, Ben? What's uh, happening, brother? I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to follow up an intro like that. <laughs> I, I appreciate the kind words. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, bro. I'm just forced to do that because you know, you know. Guys, oh man. man! Oh man! I this take everything guys. I just said back. I this I guy, man. I, I mean, they're so familiar with this guy. I work with this guy, and Marco. He is our land administrator, and he's just more than a land administrator, if you ask me. And uh, Marco, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad <laughs> to be. Uh, episode 93. Yes, sir. I, I, I hear good things. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm here, as they say. So, so what's We're, going on, man? Uh, right here, you know, I'm just trying to pitch in, you know, little contributions to the universe. But, you know, overall, I pick you want, you know, I pick people in this episodes in my in my channel because I want I want to share, man. I want to share, especially when I see demographics. Am I you know? Your first co-worker? 
Uh, to be honest, you are. You are. Oh, man. You are. And oh, I'll be bluntly honest with you, man. You're the top of the list. And definitely, I got a long list, but yeah, you you were there, man. You were there. I don't I don't control your your uh, your raise, man. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you crazy, say, but I am I am truly honored. I I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I was able to to work this out. Although for those of you that are listening, it took uh, a little a couple of days later than usual. You yeah, know, yeah. as life uh, hits you fast, you know you get you gotta rearrange. And I'm I'm glad I was able to make this happen because you're a good person. I'd like to support oh, people man. That, Thank you, bro. that I care about and everything. But first and, and foremost, you're, you're, though, bro, why are you sounding like you're a married person, Marco? Well, what are you talking about? Yeah, your I'm life is like married. you know, your know, life is so hectic and all that. Guys, this guy doesn't have a kid. Just so you know, Marco doesn't have a children yet. Okay, but it doesn't mean life doesn't <laughs> stop. I know, I know. You bro. know, I am a I I am a proud oh, dog dad. I know, I, bro. I, I'm in a committed relationship with a wonderful young lady. Oh yeah, um, definitely. We, we're on the road to marriage and everything. And it's like you know, the summer, the summer, the last the last month and a half or so has been a blur. Almost. And, when you know, when when is the date? Self-destruction. It is August the 26th of 2023. Wow. That is the official date on the books. You know, hopefully we make it. Hopefully, the, you know, the, the the U.S. and everything just it's still it's still here. Hopefully we're okay. still here. Okay. As okay. a society. Good stuff, bro. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm excited in that one because, you know, me and Marco and my manager, um, he always throw some jab on marco and and you know before oh, pandemic you know he's just like yeah when are you gonna stop playing house you know it's, it's just that old school mentality of my manager and i kind of i kind of like uh, uh understand and and at this point now we got a date so this is just like you know a pokemon yeah, an evolution no, long, no longer playing man amazing bro it's real life real life Definitely, bro. Now, now, Marco, just for the record, can you kindly tell our audience, you know, your profession, your gig, your hobbies and and how, you know, how you do, you know, Uh, like like you said, I am a land admin, but two very important. You got to add the two there. That's two of a a very well, um, well known health institution. Yes. In the world uh, that Ben also works for. And basically, it's just, you know, I turned a, a hobby into career. I was always inclined uh, to troubleshoot and assist hmm. family members. I always loved technology. Um, for those of you that are watching, but it's my, my little podcast slash basement area is cluttered with tech. <laughs> um, that's, that's basically my passion. And what I do for a hobby is this. Uh, I have a nice little setup. Uh, podcasting hopefully the audio is coming in clear definitely it's uh, crystal clear bro like you know this is what i like to do you know i'm a i'm a jack of all trades when it comes to podcasting i do a lot of reviews on the side shout out to retreonmedia.com yes um you know i've worked with the local radio station el sol i worked with uh the new york radio station la mega couple of different things you know the next you do event, reviews too right in movies and all that i i do reviews i do reviews um i contribute to a couple of different websites and it's just you know whenever i'm free whenever i you know it tickles the fancy as they say right you right. know when i have a review and i i check to see if uh for the reviews that i have 
if there's already um, uh, an embargo, an embargo for those of you that don't do reviews is a date that the owners of the property set forth before you can talk about the property oh. that's been released. So if I typically have a review of ready before the embargo date, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I kind of shop it around. I send it to a couple of people and say, Hey, do you have somebody that's already reviewed this? If All not, right. boom, here it goes. And that's, that's what I typically do. That's my hobby. That's uh that's what makes me get up in the morning outside of the uh, desire to live and to be with uh, my beautiful fiance and work. You know, that's, that's my hobby and you know, video gaming, yeah, I'm a, like buddy. I said, it's whatever. It's like I'm a I'm a cat. Like in terms of like like I got I, my attention is split in so many different ways. It all depends what what I'm and, doing. And but by I, the way, guys, just to pitch in, in it, his reviews are not like the one you see in YouTube and all that. His reviews are like official. Because I know one time I brought uh, basically Marco has a review and he rented out the entire theater in one of the you know malls here in baltimore and i definitely he was like counting people if you want to see this because i got reviews oh yeah i brought maddie i brought my wife you know it's it's just stuff that he does so it's it's not just like you know for the sake of review but that's just one of his gigs and it's just amazing to be able to be you know uh to be part of that and uh it's a blessing bro it's a blessing now now marco what do people misunderstand about you most, you know? Well, I, I think because uh, we live in a in a society that they judge based on, on appearances. Right. I, I, I'm one to, to understand. I am a bigger gentleman. I have a beard. I have a face that always makes me look like I'm unhappy. <laughs> But I am a very happy individual. I am I am a cuddly teddy bear, as they would say. I'm always one to laugh. You know what I mean? You know, a lot of people sometimes uh, misconstrue that. They think that, I, that I'm this rough you. and tough guy. But hey, you know what? I will take it because in a lot of situations, it's avoided issues with me. Right, right. I can't, I can't lie. You and know, there's, there's things that I get away with that people don't. And I'll, I'll be dead honest with you. Look. Everything he said, though, in my own experience, is everything is true. I mean, my first impression of him is like, is this guy like a football player or what, what is it? Is that part of the hockey team or whatever? See, but this guy, hey, man, man, I might be. I might be. Who knows? <laughs> he's legit. He's legit. I don't know. Man. I don't know. Depends on the week. On the week that you that you speak with me, I might. No, might be out there. You know, bare chested with uh, tribal tattoos. I know you're a family man and all that stuff, bro. Like, you know, you know, we all came, you know, in different um, side of the world to come over here. But what's your favorite, favorite childhood memory? My favorite childhood memory. Um, I want to say. Uh, it's kind of hard. I always, always like go back to warm and fuzzy memories, but. One of my favorite childhood memories was when we used to pack. Uh, I don't know if I'm dating myself here. For those of you that lived in in the states in the '90s and the '80s, uh -huh. what was fashionable here? If you had a family, this was before minivans oh, and this no. was before SUVs. Oh, no. Was the station wagons that had the wood panel on the side? So I remember every summer. One summer in particular, uh, we used to pack up the van, 
not the van, excuse me, the station wagon. Uh-huh. And it was one of those station wagons that in the trunk, it will pop up and it'll be a seat. But the seat didn't face forward. It faced back. And you will see the car behind you instead of you seeing uh, the people in front of you. That's like a limo. How, yeah, it, 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 I wouldn't call that a limo. Somewhat. But it, it was it was a thing that if you had more than two or three kids, you know, I, I'm one of four siblings. Okay, um, okay. You know, you packed it in, and my mom used to pack it in with everybody had a friend that they could bring, mm-hmm. and we used to go to the beach because you know I originally was born in, in uh, Queens, New York, but at an early age, around eight, uh, we moved to Florida. We used to live in Coral Gables, Florida, which is about fifteen twenty minutes from the beach, uh-huh. and we used to just pack it in and go every summer. And I I remember this one thing. Uh, this one time because my brother packed or invited a lot more friends. I had to keep moving for people's laps. Are you serious? Because bro? it was, yeah, because it was like, I was a young, I was a, I was a small child. I was On like, that van, how or, many people or, is that? Like 12? Like you got to think about it. <laughs> There's two in the front, in the back. Uh-huh. It was back when the, when the back seats used to fit four. And then you had a seat that fit three in the back. And so it was like, me and a friend of mine were sitting in the middle seat, which is the back seat. If you didn't open the right from the, the trunk, and and I remember particularly there was this one one of my uh, sister's friends. He uh, had like like hair on his legs, and it was like real prickly. And I remember I kept saying, "I don't want to sit on his lap because." <laughs> His hair. <laughs> no. Started, <laughs> no. It was, super, it was super tough. That's and a that shaved hair, a weird... bro. I hate that shaved hair, bro. Yeah, and it's like it's yeah. like weird. And <laughs> but I remember doing stuff like that because like summers used to be legit when you were a kid. Right. Like we living in Florida, it, it could be we're going to Disney World one day, we're going to the beach the other, uh-huh. we're gonna go baseball or the happiest trip was when we used to pack everything in and visit our family in Florida. Not in Florida, in New York. That that was cool as well. For those of you didn't know, time, back man. in the 80s, it, it takes like 18 hours to get to, from Florida all the way to New York City. Are you kidding me? It's it's still like right, like right now. It's like that too, man. I mean, if you don't drive like crazy. No, it's a lot more traffic now. Yeah, it's messed up now. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to go that route. My wife always wants me to drive there, but I was like, to be honest with you, South Carolina is the farthest that I ever drove, like eight hours. That's it. Oh, no, I've, I've gone from Baltimore, from Owings Mills to Orlando, to Florida. No to miami i as a matter of fact i've we've driven to florida in the last three years like i want to say six or seven times how many how many hours in do you drive there or just literally like split up we split it by a day oh so if it's i believe it's 16 hours so we drive eight we stop we've been stopping at the same hotel oh okay for like three years and Man. then we spend the night, and then we get up early and get there by dinner time. When was the last time you guys went there? Uh, well, last time we were in Florida was uh, last two weekends ago. Went up you there drove? For, no, we flew. Yeah, I'm glad you we did. Haven't, the last two times we flew, and we're actually going back to Florida in October. Yeah, it costs a uh, gas, cause though. Because my, so, yeah. my mom lives out there now, so we oh, visit okay. my mom a lot. Gotcha, bro. Gotcha, bro. 
Now, speaking of Lily, how did you meet her? And, you know. Well, the story of me meeting Lily is hilarious. It's um, so for those of you, for your listeners who don't know, right. I, I was married before I got divorced. Right, and right, right. after a while of taking a, a long break from dating, I said, you know, let me meet somebody. And I met a couple people, didn't really, it was nothing serious. And then uh, my, my friends were like, you should try online dating. I was like, online dating. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I grew up in 81, I'm 40 now. And when I got on online dating, I was like 32, 33. And I was like, it's not my thing. Yeah. So I get on yeah. there, I make a profile, scroll pictures. Wait a minute. This is not Tinder, isn't it? No. What is it? No. <laughs> what is this? It was, uh, is this me? Uh, Christians? We... Yo, that's no, the one. That, no, 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 not that one. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, what is this? It's not plenty of fish. What? Pl- oh, my God. I can't even remember. I was on that site for like a week and that's it. Oh, God. And so, you, so you basically did a, did, did a thing. You made your, your own profile. I mean, it was OkCupid. Oh, I made my I, I made my own profile. Okay, okay. I saw the matches. I saw a picture of her, and I don't remember what she had in the picture. And I literally just wrote "Hey," and I remember I was at at my sister's house. Right. And then I like I put my phone away, and then, and then I think we went out to dinner, and then I got a message the next day, and all I wrote was "Hey." Three and letters. The, the hey. Joke is, hey. And the, the joke was that that it was a strong hey. Dang. So during the time, Lily was, like, on a couple different apps. Like, she's gone out on dates. It was to the point that she didn't even have time to, like, it was like she responded to my message, like, hey, what's up? After she looked at my page or whatever, I think we talked for a little bit. And I really said, I was like, listen, I don't really get on this anything. I was like, can I have your number? She was like, sure. We text a couple of times and she was like, let's meet for a drink. Uh-huh. And during this time, what is it? What year is she, this? God, I can't even remember. Yo, uh, I'm going to check, fact check this guy <laughs> right now. If Lily, no, for I, real, sees this, you know, I, I know. 2000, I just want to check. 2015 or 2016. Oh, it man. was one of those two years. And we met in November. And no, early December. It was the first week of December. And we met for a drink. And during this time, me and her talked. And it was like, she was explaining to me how she had been dating for the past year and a half. Right. Like all these these apps. And she was about to be done because she didn't find anybody. It was like she had a very short, short, like, fuse in terms of people. Like, if she went out on a date with you and you went out to dinner or for a drink or a coffee right. and she didn't feel anything, she was like, all right. E- your Later. hey probably is kind of like a deep rumble hey bro hey no i, I don't know i just said hey <laughs> and, and then it was funny so we went out and i and what she tells me and i don't know if it's true she said my quick personality was what attracted her to me That's like she was like oh like like you know you're a handsome guy but she's like i've gone out on dates with handsome guys and right, i feel right, right. like when you talk to them they're just dum-dums so we started talking and you know she appreciated that I was from New York. Her family was originally from New York. Right. She moved from New York when she was a young child. And like we were talking and then she said something like, oh, I've I've rode horses 
my entire life, which is true. Like her dad rode horses, like, Mm -hmm. like her dad was a jockey in college. So I said, the only thing that popped in my mind, and I'm sorry if this is an age appropriate show. You say it, man. I said, so I hear with equestrian riders, um, that they tore, they tear their hymen pretty early. Do you remember when you tore your hymen? And then she just like looked at me and started laughing. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, do you remember when you tore your hymen? Oh, no, bro. Like, I don't know why that stuck with me. I think I was reading something and it, it's just the only thing that popped in my mind. And she started laughing and like it became a story that we always tell. And then she was like, that's when I knew. And then I, I'm a person that, once I'm doing something, I'm already thinking about the next thing. So advanced thinker. That's what you are. Like she, 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 what she said, because I'm a New York. Yeah, I guess. So she was like, Oh, like we're having, um, drinks and whatever. Like it was originally one drink and we had a couple already. And then she was like, Oh, I'm having so much fun. And I immediately said, cool. What are you doing tomorrow? And she was like, nothing i was like all right world we're gonna go do this and that started a series of like six or seven dates that we had in a within two week period Dang. and then it long clicked story from short, there. Where, yeah where she was like i i never had anybody i was like that and i was at a point that i was just like if i want to get to know you i want to get to know you i don't all right you are like, an experienced man by then because you know given your history and all that stuff yeah. you have enough you know um experience in life and you see it and then you click with lily and when i met her she's like really like uh you know supported a few she's like what yeah, arms wide a, open she's a she's a wonderful partner and more importantly this is something that i that is real that mm-hmm. people laugh at first but then they don't un- they understand when i explain to them she is my best friend Right, right. Very important, man. I mean, but but by the time in our age, yeah, it's like it's like you gotta like they they always say, oh, you gotta marry your best friend, and this is something that I found true in in my life because she knows me inside and out. She knows to the core the person that I am. Right, and you know that way when we when I have a problem, I have something. She knows where I'm coming from when I'm asking about it. So it's a it's a very so, strong, you know, uh, uh, thing in life that it's not just, you know, a partner, but a best friend is another level. So I truly yeah. have that like respect in that one because, you know, it's, it's it's the norm that they look at it. But if you if you goes to compare apples to apples, your relationship is in a different level because of that, you know, bond that you got. That is, that is correct. And it and, and it also allows you to to give understanding or sometimes people don't give understanding too, and like she's very supportive, and I'm mm. very supportive of her. Right. And like, if anything happens in our life and we're not there with each other, we're always the first call that we make. You know, and that I mean, and that that takes time. You know what I mean? Like definitely. Like you know, when it comes to a long term relationship, you got to understand that you go through phases. You go through your honeymoon phase. You go through your excited oh, phase. Yeah. But yeah. how you how you make your relationship grow in other ways is is by yeah. being there being actually that not something tangible is keeping you together but the fact that you like being around each other like what? i would spend a, a friday night at home doing nothing with her than i than going out with other people 
Is that likewise, bro? That, likewise, yeah. yeah. I mean, three to five years for me is discovery phase based on my experience because we'll be celebrating uh, 15 years in a couple of days, me and my wife, as, you congrats, know. Congrats, congrats. I know, bro. I mean, you know, the level of respect I put on women, especially on strong, I, I would like to put an emphasis, strong women, you know, women that doesn't take any crap on men, you know, uh, women mm. that stands under two feet and does not take like one word in men and then they cower. This strong yeah. women is in different league. That's why I have like utmost respect on women, bro. Now, now moving on this one, Marco, you reviews movie and all that stuff. What is your favorite holiday movie? And what does that say about you? Oh, one holiday bro. movie one one holiday movie yeah you're, gonna, you're not gonna like my answer my favorite holiday movie and i'm gonna go out there and say it and it's my favorite christmas movie is die hard die you want to know why bruce die willis? hard yo bruce willis is die hard okay. you know why it's a christmas movie what? it's set in christmas there's snow there is a christmas party oh, there man. is a family that's introduced he has a gift for his family and it has the best thing of all, which is action. So oh, that right man. there, to me, it is the greatest Christmas movie. Bro. And you know what it says about me? It says that I'm awesome. <laughs> I've heard this in a radio talk, bro. And I, there's a big debate on this one. That is, it's not a holiday it, movie. It Die is. Die hard. It is. It is. Gotcha, man. I mean, I love Bruce Willis, man. When I was young, I always look at him. What What other Bruce Willis I can think of? Aside from Die Hard, um, uh, he's been a bunch of stuff. He's been in um, name me one. He's been Die Hard with a Vengeance, not that <laughs> one. <laughs> a, different, in, um, a different Bruce Willis. Like, a, what was the love story that he did, man? I don't think Bruce Willis has done love stories. I know he. I did, thought I saw uh, him. Oh, was that I Kevin he Costner? Did, he did. He, it's Kevin Costner. He yeah, did. Yeah. He did the. Uh, he did the M Night Shyamalan movies. Uh, I see dead people. That movie, I think I saw a classic. I think you provided uh, one of those. <laughs> I'm just uh, he saw. Um, he did the replicants, which is about people that said in society like 30 years from now that people don't don't go outside, but they use like avatar robots mm -mm -mm. to be them in the real world. He's he's been in a bunch of movies. Uh, uh, what was that movie uh, with the with the woman? Um, the seventh. What was that? He wasn't in seven. No, 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 the seventh thing. The the women that is a robot and they jump. He was a taxi driver there. What the movie was that, bro? He was a taxi driver. The, when he was like multi multi pass. It's like a futuristic, and then there's this woman. Yeah, that, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, you're talking right about. Uh, the movie with Mila Jovanich. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah, you. that one, right? That one. I think it's the seventh something. No, Mila Jovanich. Uh, the movie that you are talking about is. Uh, I'm stuck. about the Fifth Element. The Fifth Element, not seventh. That was Seventh Avenue in my thing. Fifth. Yep, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, you got that right. A fifth well, element. <laughs> Bruce Willis, the only movie that he was in that might have been a, a love story was Death Becomes Her. That was an old one from the 90s. Uh, he was in 12 Monkeys. He was in Armageddon. Yeah. 
which is probably the biggest one. He was in Sixth Sense, which is the there one with I see dead people. He was in Unbreakable. He was in Damn. Sin City, and he was in uh, Looper, which was another really good movie. I've seen that too. I love Looper. Now, if Marco Rivas, if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Don't ask me because I got one thing for you, but I I'm not going to say it in a podcast. What <laughs> I would like to be remembered for? Yeah. I would like to be remembered as a guy that facilitates happiness for others. Well, I would say 50-50. Facilitates happiness is a blessing and a curse. But yeah, I mean, I would say at some point in 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 the level as a coworker and personal level, I think I think you fit that bill, bro. I think you fit that bill. I might regret it later though, but there's a soundtrack. Self-destruct sequence activated. Right there. You're going to hear the thing later on when it's finished, <laughs> but now what would be the title of the book about you if your worst enemy wrote it? Oh, oh, the title of the worst. If my worst enemy wrote a book for you, what would be what would be the title of the book? God damn it, I'd hate Marcos, but I fucking respect him. <laughs> Ooh, you're gonna hear that. Okay, that's good stuff, man. Now, what? It sounds like Courtney, man, but. <laughs> Check, 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 check. Now, what's the biggest challenge you're facing in your, you know, in your role as Latin admin um, right now and how are you tracking it? Um, the biggest challenge is that I'm unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, it's something that I, I, I adore, is that I'm the last guy. <laughs> like, if I can't solve it, uh, Who can? it's a problem. <laughs> like See, I gotta find it. Here's the thing with me, man. I mean, I'm gonna splatter it because I work in in a world class environment, and I love to pitch stuff. Given that I'm not a single man anymore, I do have my limitations. But given that you're there on a project, got Courtney, and I got a couple of guys like Ed, Pernell, and everybody, I feel like nothing's gonna, you know. Nothing's going to go wrong, man. I mean, one way or the other, this is people are so reliable. You're reliable. That's why you're there. I mean, I've seen you evolve, man. I've seen you evolve. If Precious well, and you. Raymond is here, man, I can remember on my training days. That was wild. <laughs> I, I remember you were here when uh, Precious That's was That's what she said. Yes. Shout out to Precious. Yeah. Amazing hey, Precious. Like and young Buck. Young Buck Raymond Major. Amazing, amazing guys, bro. Now, what underrated tool you have is indispensable for your job? Google. For your job? <laughs> Google. That's, that's, that's here's the ticket. A, here's, a, here's, here's something that I'm going to let people in on. Okay. Uh, there's not a lot of original ideas or original problems. Right, right, right. You just got to learn how to research and apply and change things to fit your needs. Correct. True. You know what I mean? I'm with like, you. Like, like, if you look for something that's very specific to what you're having an issue with, mm -hmm. you're never going to find it. But if you, if you find something and understand what the, what the actual issue is overall, 
you'll be able to find solutions that you can later apply for your actual right. specific problems. It's like you find that you starting to, point and then yeah. you follow that breadcrumb and then it yeah. leads you to the trail. Good stuff, bro. Right. Now, now, what's one thing about your job? And it's related to this question. What's one thing about your job in the field of expertise that almost no one agrees with you about? I think I question everything. And a lot, a lot of times when you question in right. an institution has done something a certain way, they won't even look at other solutions until what they're used to doing fails. Gotcha. So my, the way I operate and a lot of things have changed in the institution I'm currently in. And I've had my hand in a couple of things. I know. And, and it's all because I asked, it all starts with the question. Why? Right. Why do we do this like this? Why is this here? Why are we offering this? Mm -hmm. And if I don't hear anything that's like, this is the reason why, because we started doing this. When I hear something oh, because that's the way we do it. That to me means you don't know why we're doing it. You're just doing it because that's how you've always done it. Yeah. And, and like, I am a big proponent of working smarter, not harder. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the modern way of solving it. You know, I like people like this. Because in a technology era, it's not about being lazy, but finding the quickest way. And when you critique that way, we keep it simple. And then when you can improvise it and make it more simpler, everybody wins. So yep. this is why yep. that's why you're land admin. I'm glad. Now, we're, we are indeed approaching in our ender, bro. Now, what are three movies? you'd recommend to my audience and why? All right. Like that's a very, very broad. Well, okay. you're going to be broader and selective three. Okay. It's going to be a goodie, but an oldie. Okay. If you ever want a movie that encompasses the eighties and a movie that you can enjoy with your entire family All right. is uh, watch the princess bride. Princess Bride. I've, I've never seen it. I've never spoken to somebody that's ever watched The Princess Bride and said they didn't like it. It's an all-time classic. It's a movie that doesn't get a lot of recognition. It has everybody? It has a little bit for everybody. Billy Crystal is in it. You have um, uh, a bunch of other cameos. You have Maddie saw that one. Uh, a young Carrie Ells in it. He plays uh, the prince. It has most of the quotable lines ever. And it was the last movie that Andre the Giant did before he passed. Oh, Prince Bride. So Princess Bride. It's a it's a very good movie. And I think everybody should watch it. Um, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. And it has the incomparable uh Wallace Shawn. For those of you that has ever seen Clueless. Clueless, yeah, I've he, seen that. Yeah. He he's in it. There's a bunch of acting that doesn't get recognition. Is this the second um, movie you picked, Clueless? No, no, this is a, no, no. This is a Princess Bride. Is I'm still talking about the first movie. Oh, 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 the second movie is you have to watch 
Fast and the Furious. Which one? Who you are? Which one? All of it? First one. First one. The first one. Or if you don't have access to the first one, you you can watch uh, the Fast and the Furious, which is the first one that stars uh, the Rock. That's when he came on board. And just to throw it out there, I think you should watch. Uh, and this is going to be a twofer. You should watch the last two Avengers. Uh, yeah, buddy. Together. Yeah, buddy. I'm Those are on two board. Mo- Those are two movies that you could watch together. And even if you don't know the characters, those between those two movies, you'll have a satisfying action. You'll have a great introduction of characters. You'll have a very uh, moving scene. Which is the end of the first uh, uh, Avengers uh, right. Endgame, and uh, the last Avengers movie will have the the satisfying uh, conclusion of the Avengers saga. It's a very, very good, very good uh, two movie. I cried movie in punched. that movie, bro. I was in the Philippines in the end um, the Endgame. I cried in that man. That Iron Man scene just got me. It's just yeah, that, uh, yeah. You Avengers Endgame is really good. Avengers Infinity War, if you watch them back to back, can't beat it. Priceless. Good stuff, brother. Good stuff. Now, Marco, what's one question you wish I'd ask you and how would you answer it? Uh, why I like wrestling. <laughs> no way. <laughs> this guy, wait a wrestling. minute, man. This guy is so into wrestling, bro. He's going to fly into different state. He's going to get out of the plane in the airport with like maybe an hour or two before the event he's gonna before going to the event he goes to the uh some kind of bar he hangs out he backstage passes prior to that he goes to the wrestling match and loses his airpods go ahead marco hey so <laughs> here's the thing what he's describing is my story for wrestlemania in new york so i've been uh, i've been a wrestling fan not since birth because uh, at birth the only thing you're a fan of is your parents and whoever right. feeds you. So I've I've been a wrestling fan since about six or seven. It's because it's something that was always played in my house, and I kind of continue the tradition and the pageantry, the storytelling. Everything still pulls me in. The same reason why I like movies. Right. It's a time where you get to watch larger than life characters. And as I got older, I've been fortunate enough to to meet people that are in the industry, and I've I've been able to to be at certain events, be backstage and, and meet wrestlers and, and see the other side, the human side, appreciate yeah, more, uh, more this, uh, the, the athleticism, uh, you know, just like uh, you speaking to a buddy that works at a, at a, at a job, you get to find out how they feel about what they do. And Man. it's kind of like, I'm a fan, but I, I am still a person that enjoys watching wrestling. And I have a lot of friends in the industry and I have, People that know the big names in the industry, and I've been fortunate to meet a lot of people that I that I saw as my heroes yes, when you I was have. younger. Yes, you have, man. I, and, I envy you, bro. And I and I look forward to continuing to do that. You one know, one thing is epic. That's why I put one of your pictures in in the teaser was Razor Ramon. He's like uh, when we were young in the Philippines. That's my boy, man. In fact, I love him so much. I put my Kiko, my my third brother, I put him in Razor's Edge, right? I cannot, I cannot. That's dangerous, guys. Don't do it. Bro, I put him in Razor's Edge and slam him in his uh, 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 
bed. He was like, <gasps> it's crazy. Guys, guys don't, don't do it. Don't it is crazy, it. bro. I mean, it's amazing. Um, what's that? It's Nash. I've seen, you've seen Nash and I've, I've seen, I was like, man, this is, um, one of, one of, the epic legends that, that I looked up to maybe one ultimate warrior. I love ultimate warrior, bro. Have you ever had some souvenirs or anything with him? Uh, no, he unfortunately passed before I got access to even get to meet wrestlers on a regular basis. It's amazing though. But you know, I I'm right there with you, man. I, I saw the legend of him grow and everything. Yeah. It's cool. crazy. It's it's we're crazy about it in the Philippines now. Marco here in our show. We got the signature questions. One last thing. Um, in your own method, how would you share your practice of wisdom, justice, courage, and moderation? Just quick summary. Oh, uh, well, based on that. So for for wisdom, you got to always accept that you got to keep searching knowledge. Hmm. Um, you can't, you can't get to a point where you acquired all the wisdom. And I believe that in order for us to, uh, to survive as a society, we got to keep passing on that wisdom right. that we learned simultaneously while we learn more of it. That's how you uplift people. Hmm. And what was the, the other, the other two models? Oh, it's a justice, free? courage, and moderation. It's basically the, the practice of stoicism. Well, I think, you know, justice, it, it all depends. I think justice comes in many forms. I don't think, I think when justice, we should practice a gray area because um, nothing is ever black and white. Right. And, and justice is subjective, just like beauty to the eye of the beholder. Right. You know, some, you know, we got to think about, we came from not too far, not too long ago, we were a society that was like a, an eye for an eye. I don't think that's justice. It's just two people with no eyes then after that. Gotcha. Um, and the courage is, man, you know, courage comes in very levels. I think, I think a lot of people, when they come to mind, they think feats of strength, right. uh, uh, opposition and all that stuff. I think the courage of you dealing with a cruel world world on a daily basis mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. something that needs to be celebrated. The courage to be a single parent in this day and age needs to be celebrated. Right. The courage of you being true to yourself and, and your identity and truly being unique as an individual that needs to be celebrated, you know? And it's not like being courage, like, oh, I'm going to walk into this dangerous situation right, right. And, and see it through. That's, I think courage is something that can be different things. And that's, that's my two cents on that. Hey, man. You got that, brother. I'm going to hear this finished product of ours, man. It's amazing. I do truly thank you for your time, Marco. It's amazing. It's a good talk always, bro. I mean, I was able to learn more, a little bit more towards, you know, how you, you go with your life and all that because of this little thing that we do here. But, uh, man, it's amazing. Um, thank you for your time. Guys, check out thank Marco's podcast. Definitely, bro. We're going to... Check out his podcast, and I believe Marco and Lily has a podcast too, right? Yes, yes. I have a couple different projects out there. If you want to know what I'm plugging as of late, follow me on Instagram and at the Sunset Kid Five Six. Hey, on on Instagram, and I'm gonna that's put a link I in there. Anything. I'm gonna put a link in there. I'm gonna get that stuff there, man. Check out Marco's work. This guy is one of a kind, and I do truly appreciate your time, Marco, man. I, I thank you, thank you, brother. Thank you, thank you for the invite. Anytime, man. Thank you, bro.
Guys, we're approaching in our end segment here. If we remember Steve Jobs and how simple he dressed up on every single unveiling of an Apple product. On the modern time, it's a big deal. We know how big of an event these occasions are. He chosen his uniform of a black mock turtleneck, blue jeans, and a New Balance sneakers. It's not just about simplicity. He started wearing his trademark outfit because he fell in love with uniforms when visiting Japan in the early 1980s. Regardless of what the occasion is, he simply went bareheaded by choice. Black turtleneck, blue jeans, New Balance shoes. As one of the richest men live on earth in his time, he could have indulged in some easy relief, fine suits, leather shoes, but he did not. Steve trained his soul to be strong and resilient. He was learning indifference. His training prepared him for any conditions, any kind of luck. Guys, thank you for watching. Always remember, God is good all the time. This is your main boy. Peace out.